and welcome. Hello. We are here. We've got myself, Buckblind, on the left side of your screen, and we've got Bioshock here on the right side of your screen. And this is the very first episode of Control Alt Deplete. Woohoo! <laughs> That is uh, the name we came up with for our Mythic Plus team from back in BFA. Mr. Bioshock came up with that name. So we decided yeah. to just keep it around and use it for our podcast. Um, so, a uh, little bit about uh, yourself, Bioshock. Go ahead and get us started. Um, I'm Bioshock. I've been playing the game since roughly 2005. Um, I prefer the Horde over the Alliance for the most part. Um, favorite class is kind of a toss-up because Buck knows I play a lot of classes, but if I had to pick one that I've been playing the most since I started playing the game, would definitely be Rogue. So, I, but I, I play a lot of different classes, especially in PvP, but yeah, I, I'd say my, my main's a Rogue. Gotcha. And, uh, what's your, so you, what's your favorite thing to do in the game? Like, PvP, Mythic Plus, Raid? It's a toss-up. I... I used to only PvP and like hardly ever did anything else, but I I've kind of grown to love Mythic Plus a little bit. I think it's a lot of fun, especially yeah. when you're not 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 plugging it, you know. Or oh, like yeah. you know, some yeah. people like together, you know. Yeah, if you've so. got a if you got a tank that'll run with you all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I am Buckblind. Uh, I have been playing since Lich King. Uh, 2009 or something, I think is when I started, like early, early 2009. Uh, and I main a demon hunter, as most people who know me know, and I play pretty much nothing else. Uh, <laughs> I will try other classes, but I never, never I, I, I always go back to demon hunter. I think the longest stint I had was during season two of Shadowlands when I was playing the druid. That was probably right, the longest yeah. sin I had of playing something different. And that was because Demon Hunters were atrocious at the time. Um, but, uh, yep, I am all for the Alliance. But I play on the Horde side because Arcane Torrent, as a Demon Hunter, it's yeah, nice. Plus, it's as a, I've, I've told this blessed. story before. Yes, I've, I've told this story before. Um, and I, I, play, I mainly just do Mythic Plus. Uh, might look at doing some raiding here in this next expansion. We'll see. Uh, but I mainly do Mythic Plus, and um, the reason I like Arcane Torrent over Shadow Meld, even though Shadow Meld is fantastic, uh, really, it really is actually a great ability for Mythic Plus. Uh, it can allow a lot of skips and stuff. However, I like to keep my racial buttons, my racial abilities on the same button, um, the same keybind. And what happens is because I'm so used to playing Arcane Torrent, eh, I tried Alliance demon hunter for a while as a and i'm a tank uh, uh i tried tanking on alliance demon hunter for a little while and something that happened more often than i would like to admit uh was i would see oh there's a bunch of buffs on these guys i should arcane torrent them and i would hit my button for arcane torrent except it wasn't arcane torrent because i was alliance it was shadow meld and as a <laughs> tank when you drop all threat uh, your group wipes uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I stay I stay on horde for now. We'll see. I may I may go alliance at some point. I don't know. We'll see. I love yeah, the I love the I, alliance I, side better. I, I do like the alliance a lot. I, I the reason why I say horde is just because I've been horde for like three expansions now. But uh, there's a lot of I like 
I like a lot of the races on Alliance more than Horde. I think they look better in the gear in general. Yeah, I I like the layout and the look of the Alliance zones a whole lot better than the Horde ones. Um, Stormwind is awesome. Uh, I love, especially especially in BFA, man, Boralus Harbor versus Zoldazar. Zoldazar cool. was laid out terribly. I mean, I don't you know. know Go on. I don't know whose idea it was to be like, hey, so your Hearthstone and all your bank and all that, all your crafty stuff is going to be the top of this pyramid, and then all your essential stuff for, like, doing anything else is at the bottom of the pyramid, and you have to spend time going back and forth every single time. It was awful. Boralus, so, everything was just together. If uh, This is going to sound kind of crazy, but in BFA, I never leveled a single Alliance tune. Huh. So I, I don't know the zones at all. I, I like I said, only been playing Horde for a while now. Gotcha. And so in BFA, I really, really liked the leveling zones over there. Um, I don't know. The quest line for neither side was amazing. Uh, but I, as far as zone-wise, like Drusvar was just amazing. Um, Stormsong Valley was beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. It was. It was. The horde side was all right. They had a good storyline too. Yeah. But uh, all right. So we are going to go ahead and jump into some news for this week. And you know, the other day we were going over show notes. I'm sitting here thinking, man, we're not going to have. There's not a whole lot of big news. It's just kind of mad news. And then uh, today they hit us with the big announcement. Dragonflight launch date has been revealed. November 28th uh, is the launch date at the moment. Um, and then uh, they said that Season 1 is going to start on December 12th. And the new thing for this season is that they are going to immediately have Mythic Raid will be out along with Normal and Heroic. There's not going to be a one-week delay like Normal. Um, and then they're also going to have cross-faction rating right away. Now, I'm assuming with the cross-faction rating, is that going to mean that cross-realm rating is also available? I'm not sure. I feel like it would be. I think it would be, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, but I, I don't know for sure, because otherwise, what's the point of cross-faction being available? Because if you have to switch servers anyway, you might as well switch factions too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more info on that. But yes, that that sounds fun. So, uh, what do you think about the uh, the launch date? Any thoughts on that? It's actually exactly where I thought it was going to be. I remember talking to you a couple of months ago, and I was like, late November. Yep, yep. Uh, I uh, I still well. feel like with, and I tweeted this out a little bit earlier today. Uh, I feel like. It's still too early. I don't like. I don't know with with where ba where we're at in beta right now. I feel like it's not it's not going to be ready in two months. Um, or if it is, it'll feel rushed. Yeah, I mean, like they're still having some major bugs and stuff. Like the vendor bug. That's a why. Why is that an issue all of a sudden? It hadn't been an issue for the last several builds. All Ooh. of a sudden, now nobody can vendor anything. I know a couple bugs that bothered me. On right. the beta. So, one, as a rogue, if you re-sap somebody a second time, it takes you out of stealth. Which is, That's, like, what? Yeah, it is weird. Um, and have... the other 
The other bug is if you are an arcane mage and you fight a rogue, every time the rogue auto hits you, it pops up a Lua air. Yep, yep, that's annoying. Um, have you noticed? Did they fix the uh, the bug that that rogues were having, where like half your abilities Shadow weren't step. working? Yeah, everything's working now, except for like the sap bug is all. But other all right, than that, everything's working now. Yeah, awesome. Um, I know they just fixed the demon hunter bug where demonic was lasting for 30 <laughs> seconds. I wish they hadn't because, oh, it was so wonderful. Um, but it was so OP. So OP. Yeah, it was not intended. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're probably going to go ahead and launch it on the 28th, whether or not it's ready. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't think they can push it back any farther where it will time-wise will make sense. Cause so, so with Shadowlands, it was supposed to launch in October. They pushed it back to the end of November. Okay, didn't really affect too much. Um, but with this, like, if you push it back, when you're going to push it back to? Because they're not going to launch, like, the week of Christmas. So you can't push it back a month. You, yeah. could, you could push it back a couple of weeks, but then what are you doing for your Season 1 start? Because they're not going to start Season 1 Christmas week, they're, you know, which is when that would line up as... They would have to either launch the game early to mid-December and then wait until after New Year's to launch Season 1, and I don't think they want to do that. But I think right now I just I still have a lot of concerns with uh, a lot of bugs. There's a lot of bugs with a lot of different classes. And, and here's the thing that really concerns me as somebody who mainly loves Mythic Plus – we haven't even started Mythic Plus testing. They just started raid testing today. And yeah. you're telling me that it's going to be ready to go in two months? Because we're less than two months away from launch date now. Yeah, uh, That That kind of concerns me. I feel like we need at least two two to three weeks of Mythic Plus testing, two to three weeks of raid testing uh, to figure out any bugs that are in there. You know, no one... I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We haven't done the Heroic Dungeons or tried those out yet, but... Uh, yeah. Um, I I don't know if you know this or not. I, I'm assuming this is the answer. Maybe this is a stupid question, but you said that the first season starts December 12th. Does that mean Mythic Dungeons or Mythic Dungeons come out right away? Uh, so, Mythic Level Dungeon. It usually comes out at the start of the season, right? Well, so Mythic Zeros might well, be, Mythic might Mythic be Zero, available right away. Yeah, I remember doing Mythic Zeros like on like the third day and did them all. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I think Mythic Zeros are right away. Um, now, yes. So typically, what happens is Mythic Plus comes out the start of season one. Yeah. And but the loot is typically capped. Um, it's been it's varied. Uh, during BFA, they would cap it at like a plus six was where they would cap it at. Um, right. But then for Shadowlands, they've been capping it at plus tens. Um, right. So the question knows, and I think it's kind of what you're leading to, is since they're starting the Mythic Raid, because they always done that because the Mythic Raid doesn't start until one week after the season starts, and they don't uh -huh. want everyone going and getting all this, you know, to what, you know, almost Mythic level gear from Mythic Plus before Mythic Raid even starts. So with Mythic yeah. Raid starting, um, are they going to allow? Are they going to still cap Mythic Plus loot that very first week, or are we going to be automatically able to go up to you know 15s and get loot for 15s? I don't know. Um, they did say during their um, information that they talked about today 
they they mentioned um, they said that they would have more info on the Mythic Plus stuff coming up. They said they were specifically mainly uh, focusing on like on the raid and stuff. So I don't know if they've decided yet. They probably have as far as that goes, but I don't know if they've got all the details worked out. But my guess is it's going to be uncapped. That would be my guess. If, if we're going to have Mythic Raid, there's no reason to cap it. Unless, you know, they just want to punish Mythic Plus players. <laughs> Which, <laughs> sometimes it feels like they do. Yeah. Um, okay, so hop into the next point. Yep, go Winds right of Wisdom. Winds of Wisdom. Winds of Wisdom buff starts October 4th. Is that like the leveling from 1 that to 60? Yes, that is the uh, 50% uh, experience buff. So that's going to be starting uh, next Tuesday. Uh, as we're recording okay. this, by the way, it is Thursday night, uh, September 29th. 30th. Yeah, 29th for you because I'm two hours ahead of you. <laughs> it's right. the 30th. It's Thursday night, the 29th, Friday, early Friday morning for me. Um, right. Yeah. But yes, uh, so 50% buff starting next Tuesday that I believe they said is going to last all the way until launch night. Let me double check that. It's either launch night or it is until uh, pre-patch, but I believe it is until launch. Do, do, do. It will be yeah. running until... Um, they say it will run until the, the winds will shift once more. Yep. So when the pre-patch, when evoker becomes playable in pre-patch, which is not going to be right away. I guess when, when, when pre-patch starts during pre-patch is when evoker will become available, but not until like a week into pre-patch or something. So it, it's not right at the start. Um, so yeah, you're Why? probably like, what's that? I'm not sure. I just know that's something that they're planning on doing with that. Is it's going to be oh, okay. there? It's I don't know if it's part of whatever storyline they're going to tell to kind of introduce the Drac Theater to everyone. I'm not sure, but yeah, I do remember them saying that like the Drac uh, pre-patch will start, uh, and then during the pre-patch is when you'll get your Drac Theater, but it won't be right at the bat. Could be wrong on that, but I I remember I remember right. That's what they were saying. Uh, but yes, and you know what Winds of Wisdom buff means, right? Speed running. Yes, <laughs> it means next Friday night because it lines up perfectly. So uh, this upcoming week should be, I'll have to double check, but it should be Dark Moon Fair. I'll have the Winds of Wisdom buff. Right and are you on Are you on beta, beta or are you on uh, live? Live. Um, awesome. Dark Moon Fair starts on s Sunday. Yes. On the 2nd. So, yep. so yes, so next Friday night on this October 7th, uh, I will be doing a Demon Hunter speed run from level 8 to level 60. And with that 50% buff, oh, it's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, you should probably go to explain that you do speed running real quick to everyone. Yes, yes. I do a bunch of speed runs in case those of you that don't know me. Um, I've done speed running since middle of BFA, basically. I started doing speed runs. Uh, I was inspired by the great Despafisto. Um, absolutely awesome dude great speed runner uh check him out if you haven't ever heard of him you know he's a fantastic guy um <laughs> i was inspired by him started doing speed runs and so currently i hold the top spot for the uh, level 10 to 60 speed run for shadowlands um, and we're gonna increase that 
we're gonna probably knock it down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say now. I, I, I think six hours. I think six hours or less is what we'll end up doing. But yeah. uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so on to the next bit of news. Reset for this week was Tuesday, obviously. Wednesday for anybody in the EU. Uh, the affixes for Mythic Plus, since we are focusing mainly on Mythic Plus, we'll get a little yep. bit of rating, a little bit of PvP here, but like I said, we both kind of focus mainly on Mythic Plus. Um, yeah. Our affixes this week are Tyrannical, Sanguine, Storming, and um, Shrouded. That's what it's called, right? Is it called Shrouded? Yeah, it's Shrouded. It's the fourth one. Uh, but yeah, those are, I mean, Tyrannical's whatever. Sanguine is, ugh. Storming is annoying, but as a tank. Storming's easy. Yeah, it's always no big deal. Yeah, it's not not a great push week because Sanguine is not fun, man. You always get those people that like to stun them right as the, somebody dies, and then they're just all sitting in a pool of blood healing up. <laughs> makes that uh, which dungeon is really bad for that Grimrail Depot. Oh, yeah, Grimrail Depot is a no-go this week. Uh, oh, that's so rough. That's so rough. Yeah, Grimrail Depot, uh, I will not... I mean, I, we haven't done Mythic Plus in a couple weeks, but Grimrail Depot is uh, avoided at all costs on Sanguine. <laughs> um, go ahead and you know, skip on to our um, next point there. How do you pronounce that name? No, now? Yeah, it's Now, Noah, I'm not sure. Now, World First 80 Rathlich King. Yep. Is he the one that did it in like six hours or something? Yes, yes. He hit he hit the world first level eighty uh, once the once uh, the Lich King Classic came out. Um, he is a uh, oh who does he raid for now? I, I know he was with Limit and then he I went to Method. I think he's still raiding with Method. I'm not hundred percent sure, um, but yeah, no, he's one of the world first guys usually competing up there. Um, yeah, he hit the world first level 80. Just wanted to throw that in there. So I like the speed running stuff. Um, usually, usually uh, Genji is usually who ends up getting that world first. Um, yeah, I saw so him streaming that. Yeah, so it was interesting that now I ended up beating him. But uh, okay. then let's see here. Eh. All right, so let me pull this up. Um, all right, so hot fixes. You got that pulled up, Bio? Um, yes. All right. Um, so let's see. They did have some hot fixes today. Uh, looks like a lot of it is basically uh, Lich King Classic. The only one for today, eh, it's just a little mount thing, not a big deal. Yeah, also, we probably won't talk too much about Wrath because none of us play it. Yep, yep. Um, you do. We'll bring up. If, if bring you want stuff. I would say it, one one point on Wrath is if you want to get your mount, I think that is over with soon. If it's not already, right? Yeah, it's it's done now because Wrath launched. Yeah, I couldn't remember if they had said it was gonna. There's something that I just saw a minute ago. The Frostblood Proto Worm. Is that what we got? Yes. That's the mount. That will no longer be obtainable on... Uh, so actually, it, you can still get it. Um, but it, once Dragonflight launches, you will no longer be able to get that Frostblood Proto Worm mount. So, uh, to get that, what do we have to do? You gotta 
level a death knight on any server doesn't matter from 55 the actually doesn't matter where you end as long as you finish the quest line to go into your major city it'll let it be ogremar or stormwind turn in the quest and it's done you log out log back on retail and it's a present waiting in your mount tab yep yep so yep just finish the demon or the death knight Death Knight starting zone from the the original one, which was a lot of fun. Honestly, yeah, we did, we we did, did that a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I always liked that Death Knight starting zone, man. It was a it's a lot of fun to do. Makes you feel very powerful. You do a lot of damage. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Death Knights were very strong during Lich King because they wanted them to be strong. And yeah, they first girl class. <laughs> Demon Hunter's um, really strong in their starting zone too, but I feel like. Evokers, I know we'll probably get into it in a little bit, but Evokers, man. Oh, yeah. It is still, it is yeah, we'll weak. get to that here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, there yeah. haven't really been any big hot fixes this week. A um, couple little bug fixes. I don't think they even... I, I think this is the might have been the first week where we hadn't seen a nerf to lower Karazhan. <laughs> Bro, lower Karazhan nerfs like crazy. Yeah, it's been ridiculous. Um, all right, so uh, I didn't really notice any huge uh, changes in the beta builds. Um, yeah, maybe neither. We do have raid testing started tonight. I think it was just the first two bosses. On... Did they did they come out with the PVE vendor? Do you know? I have not been on to check. Honestly, let me. I'm on there right now. Let me see. I'm gonna hop on as well. Um, but yeah, um, but so in meantime, we look at that. Uh, we start the next point. Yep. So next up, um, basically, uh, we want to talk about the current season of Mythic Plus. Uh, so we're in season four for Shadowlands, and um, it's a the lot. Last of you, season. Yep, about last season, and of course they wanted to do some something a little different for this season, which it's it's an interesting. I've I've got some thoughts on it. Uh, but so basically, your raids—they uh, had faded raids, which gave each of the raids different affixes. Uh, they scaled up the first few raids from the first three seasons, scaled those up so that you can compete in those as, you know, as a, as a current season difficulty uh, with new affixes in there. I haven't done any of them yet. I just I, I haven't even been interested in doing them yet. I think they're going pretty well. I think it's got had a lot of positive response on the faded raids, so I'm I'm guessing we'll see more of that in the future. Um, I haven't really seen anything too negative on the faded raids. Honestly, I think a lot of people were happy with it, and a lot of people liked the the little twists that they had on there. Um, as far as Eason Four goes, <laughs> for Mystic Plus, uh, they added. Well, they got rid that we, we aren't doing any of the Shadowlands dungeons outside of Tazavesh, um, Gambit, and Streets, which is fine, whatever. Uh, and then we've got Upper and Lower Karazhan, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, we've got Grimrail Depot and um, Iron Docks back from a WAD. They scaled those up for Mythic Plus. And then we've got from Legion Karazhan. Yeah, from Legion, we've got Karazhan. Oh, that's what it's Mechagon. BFA, we've got Mechagon Ooh, Dungeons. Yeah. Um, junkyard right. and Workshop. Which, honestly, the Mechagon one's not too bad. Uh, junkyard's very, very easy uh, because of all the, the robots 
And then uh, Workshop. Workshop, I enjoyed Workshop. It wasn't too bad once you, once you figure it out. But I know a lot of people don't like the uh, Iron Docks and Grimrel Depot. Uh, specifically I'm, I'm Grimrel Depot. Iron Docks is not Our too bad. Too it's bad. fairly quick. It's a fairly quick dungeon. So I think a lot of people have used it for kind of farming Valor. So it's seen a lot yeah. of play. But, and, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll let you get your thoughts first. Because... Yeah, everyone knows my on thoughts. the on the new mythics. Yes, yeah, so, well, on the uh, on the on the way that they did this season. What's your thoughts on this season? You know what? I like them bringing back some old old uh, dungeons. I just wish that they kept like six of the original and added two new ones or old ones. Because I it just feels weird to be in an expansion where you don't do any of the dungeons. You're just doing the mega dungeons and then two wad dungeons. Right. So, uh, I I don't mind the dungeons themselves. I think they're kind of fun, except for Grimrel. Parts of it, anyways. Um, <laughs> but, um... Nice. I, I just, I, I don't... I guess we'll talk about it later, the, the, how this is going to work out in Nessie's Mansion, but I'm kind of looking forward to Nessie's Mansion. New dungeons again. I, I just hope they don't scrapped them all in the last season. Right, right. It um, just feels weird for me. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm with you. I wish that we had still been doing the current season dungeons. Now, yeah. as anyone who knows me knows, I am not a fan of them forcing us to do the old dungeons as Mythic Pluses. I think getting rid of the current dungeons and just, oh, now the old dungeons are part of your Mythic Plus pool. If you want to get a good Mythic Plus score, you have to do the old dungeons. I don't like that. Um, I yeah. think, and I've said this a lot, They the best move that they could have made would have been make Time Walking a weekly event and then put, just like they did with the Legion Time Walking Mythic Plus, give the other expansion dungeons Mythic Plus versions and do those during time walking. Now I understand that is a big ask, and it's a it's a lot of work because the way they're doing it is well they have to turn a few dungeons into mythic plus. You know, right now they had to yeah. they had to convert four dungeons into mythic plus for this season. You do the you do it with time walking. You have to convert a lot of them. But you know what? Maybe start off with all right. Here's this expansion. We've already got Legion. Legion's already done, so you've got Legion. So then, you know, do WAD dungeons. Bring those up to a Mythic Plus level. Um, I know we're not going to see Time Walking BFA until probably midway near the next expansion. Because um, they usually wait until about halfway through the expansion um, to do any Time Walking dungeons. So we'll probably see BFA Time Walking near the middle of, of uh, Dragonflight. Yeah. But, you know, I think the best way to do that would have been make time walking a weekly thing have your mythic plus for time walking dungeons then because then the people that want to do that can go and do that i get a lot of people want to go back do the old dungeons nostalgia you know i personally i've liked doing karazan for nostalgia's sake i've liked doing um, i've liked doing uh mechagon for nostalgia's sake but yeah, I didn't didn't care for the wad dungeons just because I don't care for yeah. the wad dungeons. They aren't that no, good. Do I? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people didn't like the wad dungeons, but uh, wad is a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, um, I, I just think I think it would have been nice to 
have that as an optional thing here. You, the people that love the old dungeons and really want this can do it, but still keep the new dungeons or the current dungeons as as part of your season pool. Um, I, yeah. I, that was always that's just my big issue with it is getting rid of the current expansions dungeons just felt weird. Um, but uh, um. yeah. Yeah, let's move along. Yep. What um, about uh, yeah? What about the uh, affixes for this season? Are you liking the shrouded affix? I do. I think it's uh, makes you feel really strong. Yep. Um, I think it's interesting that they put it in, not in a bad way. But I'm just like, I, I didn't, I never would have thought of something like that to be honest. Right. Yeah. Not I, that it's like crazy elaborate, but it, I just didn't think of like, oh, it's just increasingly send these demons out, these Nathrazim, and right. then you get a buff every time you kill them. I think it's cool. It makes makes a 10 easier than an 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in a lot of cases, that seems to be what happens, is the 10s are easier than 8s. Eight. 8s um, and 9s. Yeah. But what I like about it is, so, so you know, in the, in the past, we've had similar things that will give you buffs, like the lieutenants and whatever. You kill a lieutenant, gives you a buff. Um, we had that, you know, during... Uh, season three, I think it was. I think it was season three where you would, you know, you kill the lieutenant and then you chose between one of the three uh, buffs that you could get. Now, what I like yeah. about this is that that you know your lieutenants were spaced out. You didn't have to kill them, um, but you got your buff if you did. It was just better if you did kill them. Yeah. But I think what's nice about this is it's kind of almost like a passive buff, like. You you aren't you don't have to change your pools and change your routes based off of it all, um, and go out of your way to try to get a lieutenant. Because um, I know with with the lieutenants, if there was one position in a spot you normally wouldn't pull, guess what? Now you're gonna go pull that spot because you have to go and get the lieutenant. Uh, yeah. With with this, it's kind of nice because they're all over the place. One, there's a lot more than I thought there would be. Um, but but it's just you know they're parts of the mobs. You just go, you attack the mob, and it turns into a demon, and then you just kill the demon with the rest of the mob. It's it's nice because it's a nice buff, but it's not a whole lot of extra. Yeah, um, I thought they've done a good job with their uh, their seasonal affixes this expansion. I don't. Th yeah. I think I know the very first season. A lot of people. It, it was it was weird. It was a good buff, um, prideful. But it was it, it, it kind of forced you to do your pulls in a certain way, and left a lot of options out. And you could also, if you screwed up, if you screwed up your trash pulls and got too much percentage, you would blow the the buff and it'd be wasted, you know. So it was, that was yeah. that was probably the only bad one. Um, but no, I had a lot of fun with this season so far. Yeah, me too. Um, what about just the regular affixes? Um, I know we have. Uh, they, they've talked about. I kind of get some notes for a little bit later, but they're potentially getting rid of necrotic and inspiring. They did confirm we will not have necrotic and inspiring for season one. They didn't say if it's permanently going away, uh, but they did say uh, that it is going away for the first season. I would assume it's going away in general, unless they think they need to bring it back. I, I, I think personally, if they're going to get rid of it for one season, they might as well get rid of it in general. I agree, yeah, for sure. I would rather see both those gone. Um, yeah. I personally never had an issue with Necrotic. 
um, just because I'm a demon hunter, but most other tanks, it's an issue. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's a demon hunter. No, I've got 50 stacks of necrotic. Well, let's just, let me just leap away. <laughs> yeah. In inspiring, though. Inspiring, I never liked. I, I, I would rather have sanguine and necrotic than inspiring. It just, to me, inspiring was just annoying. Um, you know, either required you to CC a, a mob and then kill everything else, or you had to just try to burn it down and hope you don't die. And I don't think that was a fun mechanic. Um, yeah. So I'm glad to see inspiring gone. Me too. Um, as far as the, the, you, you know, FXs we've seen, uh, do you have any that you really like? Any affixes you're a fan of? Um, I'd have to... Uh, hold on. Let me, uh, I'm trying to pull up the list. We've got... I, I like... We've got Volcanic, Storming. I think... One... It's hard to pick one that I like because I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> but... Ones that I'm that I can tolerate are storming and explosive. I think explosive is easy to deal with. Now they reduce health, make one shot roll always. Right, right. Um, especially it's hard. It's a little bit harder if you have like casters. I think. Yeah, it just um, depends. Depends on what class, but it's it's easy to deal with. Uh, actually, the other time I have issues with explosive. Is when you pull so much, and you can't attack the ads because there's so many explosives going off. Here. That's My bad. All you do. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All you're doing is killing explosives. You can't do anything else. Yep. I always have fun on those pulls. <laughs> um, I do like to do that. Yeah. No. Explosive. <laughs> explosive really isn't too bad. Um, especially because you can just auto. It's like as a tank, I can just go over and auto attack, and that's why I get so many of them now. Is because I can just auto attack. Or use my fracture on him. Um, it is a little difficult because yeah. you, with explosive, you do have to use single target. You can't use AOE. So yeah. there's that part of it, and you know, I only have two single target abilities, pretty much. <laughs> but no explosive, I don't mind. Uh, I love volcanic. Volcanic's probably my favorite because it's just a non-affix. Um, you know, if you if, if, yeah, you're, if you're in melee range, it doesn't matter. You don't get you don't have to you don't have to deal with. Uh, with explosive or volcanic very much how do you feel about spiteful so as a tank spiteful doesn't bother me because they don't go after tanks they only go after dps and healers i don't think it's that bad to be honest it's a little annoying yeah i think so i think here's the thing in a pug group spiteful the here the way you are supposed to deal with spiteful is just cc it and keep moving yeah, um, but the way that ninety nine percent of pugs deal with it is everyone just stands around fighting them, trying to kill them off, because they they lose health every second. I think it's like yeah, eight eight percent yeah. of their health or twelve percent of their health or something every second, so they will die on their own. Um, yep. You just got to keep moving. Um, but yeah, most most groups just keep on fighting them and attacking them and stuff. Now I will say the few times that I've faced spiteful when I tried havoc. I got killed about five times to Spyfall because I'm not used to running away from him. <laughs> so, yeah, I get I get the frustration with some DPS that struggle with Spyfall. Uh, as a range, it would not be fun. As a melee, it's it's not terrible, but it's not fun. Yeah. As a tank, it's not an issue. Um, let me think here. What are some of the other ones we've got? 
Grievous, <coughs> Grievous really doesn't. I don't think I've had any issue with Grievous. It's more of a healing affix. I have to have a talk to a healer to really get an idea of how frustrating it is for them. Um, I feel about raging. So raging doesn't bother me too much. It's I kind of I like it whenever we have raging as an affix because it really doesn't affect the DPS or the healer. It just affects me as a tank. And yeah. as long as you are smart on your defensives and you know save something for near the end of fights, it's not a big deal. Uh, my you only know, like vengeance hunters getting blur or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It's too bad they took that away from us. Thanks for taking the knife and twisting it in my soul. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I think, I think, so, like, Raging, the only frustration I have with Raging is, um, if you have a Purge, or not a Purge, a Soothe effect, uh, use it, please. You yeah. know, Hunter, looking at you, Hunters, Druids. Crank <laughs> shot, Soothe. <laughs> you know, if you have uh, any, yeah. Uh, rogues get rid of it as well. Yeah, I, I've, I've been in a lot of groups, especially with the, uh, uh Rise of Survival Hunter. Uh, I've been in a lot of groups where on Raging Week, man, they don't bother to do anything with it. They just let it sit there, which isn't too big of a deal. I mean, I, I can take it as, as a DH. We heal enough. It's not that big of a deal. But when there are big mobs, it is annoying. Uh, like when there's large health mobs because they last longer, that lasts 30%. So yeah. that's you know, a little annoying. But at the end of the day, if you have to, I can just kite. Uh, so I don't mind that one too much. Uh, Sanguine, of course, sucks. I don't think anyone yeah. would sit here and say that Sanguine is fun, um, yeah. but I don't think it's I don't think it's bad enough that they got to get rid of it. I think it's fine being in the game. Okay, let's go on to the next. Yep. So as far as your dungeons for this season, well, not this season, uh, the, for the Shadowlands ones that we aren't doing this season, yay. Uh, how how would you rank the dungeons this season? Which ones would you? What would you this list season as a, as or this a, expansion? Uh, this expansion, this expansion, the Shadowlands dungeon specifically. Ooh, I like. I like list them, them all. in your list them in your favorite to, your your favorite to least favorite. That that's a lot. I'll just name off my top three. <laughs> all right. Uh, Fires of Ascension. And these are no order. These are just ones that I like. Right. Fires of Ascension. Theater of Pain. And Halls of Atonement. Not bad. I like I like those three. I'll, but to be fair, I think all the dungeons are, are pretty good, well designed, very different from each other. So it's fun, and it's not the same content over and over, like same like kind of mechanics in different dungeons. Right. Um. Yeah. My least favorite though, if I had to pick a least favorite one, I'd probably say Sanguine Depths. Uh, really? Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not that bad. Maybe the other side. I, I don't know. I, it's hard to choose. Like I said, I like most of them. No, that's understandable. Um, yeah, I think so. My favorite is probably Miss Tiranasai or mm. um, Sanguine Depths. Honestly, is probably my second favorite. I really like Sanguine Depths because of the massive pulls I can do. I do like Sanguine Depths with Aventir. Yes, yes. Yeah, without a Venthyr, that one could be a pain. But yeah, no, my favorites would be probably Mist of Tunisai, uh, Sanguine Depths. I I did not like the other side at first, but I got so much practice in it, trying to get my Blood Spattered Scale, that I actually like the dungeon now. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a bad dungeon. Yeah, then, it's then, kind of annoying as a 
pug group on the last boss. <laughs> yeah. Then probably Necrotic Wake. Uh, after that, that's where I start to go. Bleh. Like I didn't, I didn't care for Halls of Atonement, Spires of Ascension, Plague Fall, or Theater of Pain too much. I think Theater of Pain's probably the my favorite of those four. Um, yeah. Spires would probably be next, and then I don't know if Halls of Atonement and Plague Fall. Halls of Atonement probably is a little bit better than Plague Fall. Plague Fall. I just didn't like Plague Fall because it felt like a lot of groups would struggle in there and it would be it would get really difficult. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I don't think any of them were that bad. Uh, right. I think they're just little little quirks about them. Halls. I just didn't like because of the uh, the the dogs, the enrage on the dogs. Oh, it's so annoying. You're just constantly running from them as a tank. Um, spires, I only didn't like Spires because there aren't any big pools. Kind of the same reason I don't like Theater. There just aren't big pools in there. Uh, I, as a tank, right. as an AoE tank, I love the big pools. That's why I like Mist. That's why I like Sanguine Depths because I can do big pools in there. You give me a dungeon where I can pull 10, 15 mobs at once, I'm going to like that dungeon. It's just yeah. a lot of fun. Um, but no, I think, I think they were all good dungeons. Uh, probably going to miss a few of them. Some of them I won't miss. Uh, I think what was good is we did not have any Toldegors this uh, <laughs> this this expansion. Nothing where it's yeah. so buggy, it's just unplayable. Uh, Toldegor is probably one of the worst, buggiest dungeons they've ever made. Um, and I guarantee you whenever they put BFA dungeons into the mix, I guarantee you that's going to end up being one of their ones that they'll throw into rotation. <laughs> Just because. Do, do we know how many dungeons there are going to be in the next expansion? There are eight dungeons. Yep, there are going to be eight dungeons for the next uh, system, next season. Uh, which leads us into our next talking point. Uh, the Mythic Plus system for Dragonflight, where we're going to do four of the new dungeons, and we're going to do four old dungeons. Um... We are doing. Uh, I, like I so I again I I think I don't have such an issue with them bringing the old dungeons into the dungeon pool. What I don't like is that we're going to be missing out on four of the new dungeons right off the bat. Like we got to yeah. wait till season two to even get to do. And you can go wait, on, wait, wait. you can go on Mythic Zero and do them, but yeah, you can't do them at Mythic Plus. Oh, okay. I, I would have liked to have seen it where we have twelve dungeons, eight of them are the new ones, and the other, and then we bring in the four. For, I, that's, I think that's the issue. The best seasons have been we've had like ten or twelve dungeons that you can do. I think that's where Blizzard got a little confused. Everyone said, "Hey, we want more dungeons," and Blizzard took that as we want different dungeons instead of we want more dungeons. If I'm if I'm correct, BFA had twelve dungeons. I believe so. Yeah, I believe we had twelve dungeons uh, by the end of BFA. Um, Which is nice. Yeah, it was great, um, and they were good dungeons too. Like there were not, other than Toldagore, there really weren't any terrible dungeons in BFA. They were all. I think I think the best way to describe BFA's dungeons is they all had a ton of character. Um, and that's what this expansion kind of lacked in their dungeons. Like the dungeons were good, but they just didn't have that character. Like, yeah, you get you ask me, 
to rank best WoW dungeons of all time, Freehold is going to be number one every time. Freehold, I think, is the best dungeon they've ever made in this game. It was hilarious. It was fun. It was a good flowing dungeon, too. And it was just... The NPCs in there were great. I think it had that perfect mix of Blizzard, World of Warcraft wackiness, but also wasn't a super long dungeon. It was just a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I think it was one of my favorite dungeons of all time. All right. Um, I, I'm going to add something to this list of what we're talking about. All right. Um, which dungeon in Dragonflight are you looking forward to the most? Um, Just based on the name or the bosses or the pictures? Yeah, or so, so I'm actually looking up the dungeons right now because I wanted to get a list of what we're doing for this, uh, the dungeons, because I know they, they've listed what dungeons we're doing. Um, hang on, Dragonflight. Season 1. I think, a, I think an old modern dungeon sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think that one could be cool. Um, I'd have to look at the actual... Let me see here. So that's the raid. I think the Azure Vault sounds like a lot of fun for me. Um, I've, I've seen some gameplay on it, and it reminds me of that Nexus dungeon. Um, which one? The platforms? The Nexus, yeah. Well, it's literally called the, the Nexus. There's, there's three dungeons there, but yeah, there, there, it's, the ne it's, it's the Nexus. Um... They've got Eye of Eternity Raid. Uh, Let's look it up. Um, Rathless King. Oculus. Yes, Oculus. That's what, it, that's what Azure Vault reminds me of, kind of. That Not makes sense, exactly, yeah. Well, the Azure bad. Vault's going to be uh, the Blue Dragon Flight, which is exactly yeah. what that is, you know, in, in Lich King. But, you know, I think those should be interesting. We have I haven't tried out any of the dungeons on beta. That's something I plan on doing this weekend. Um, the next yeah. action, honestly, probably after we're done with this tonight, it's probably what I want to do is test out some of the dungeons, try them out, yeah. see what they're like. Um, but no, so for season one, the dungeon lineup is Ruby Life Pools, the Noku okay. Defensive, the Azure Vault, and Algathar Academy. Um, those are the four oh. new ones that we're getting. I don't know if you've seen anything on the no the Noku Defensive, but you use your Dragonfly in it a ton, apparently. Huh. Interesting. You use it to fly between mobs, actually. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, then the four old dungeons that are coming back, we've got Halls of Valor, which is coming back from Legion. Personally, I have, I, like I, have, I have very mixed feelings on it. I love that dungeon. The theme of that Me dungeon, too. the feel of it, I love it. Yeah. That being said, from a Mythic Plus perspective, it is an awful, awful dungeon. It is like a 45-minute Mythic Plus dungeon because there's so much backtracking. You're gonna go, you're gonna go down. You're gonna go to the right wing or the left wing, whichever way you want to go. Then you're gonna come back, go to the other wing. Then you're gonna come back to go back to the middle wing. Uh, it's a very slow dungeon with just so much backtracking. Uh, but again, like as far as just dungeon itself, I love that dungeon. It was so much fun. I like I like all the Valkyr type stuff and uh, the the Viking Norse type mythology and stuff they've got. That's one of my favorite parts of it. Um, the second dungeon we've got from that's coming back from Legion is Court of Stars. Personally, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> really? I I never I, liked Court of Court of Stars. I, I did. 
the Court of Stars and then the other one that they had that was like Nighthold themed. I never liked either of them. Oh, the I don't Nighthold know. themed is... There was Court of Stars and then... Oh, the Cathedral of Eternal Night? No, it was a different one. Um, hang on here. Court of Stars and then... The Arcway. That was the other one. I didn't like either oh. of those. Um, I will say Court of Stars is probably a little bit better than the Arcway. Uh, I just I just didn't care for either of those dungeons. Yeah. Um. All right. And then we've um, got we've got from the other two dungeons that we're doing is Shadow Moon Burial Grounds from Wad, which kind of wish they just had left a Wad dungeon out, but whatever. That one's not. I I don't know that dungeon very well, honestly. Uh, Neither do I. And then Temple of the Jade Serpent from Mop, which honestly the Mop dungeons are pretty good. They they have a lot of good dungeons there. I think that one will be fine. Um, Which one? Mogushan Palace, you said? Uh, no, Temple, oh, Temple, of, the Temple of the Jade Serpent. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yep. Yeah, do you got any thoughts on those? Um, I'm looking forward to the Mop one. Uh, I'm looking forward to Halls of Valor. Don't care for Shadow Moon's Burial Grounds. Agreed. And, and what's in Quarter Stars? Um, I'm mixed feelings. I don't think it's too bad, but I mean, it's been years since I've run it. Right. Yeah, I think Quarter Stars so. will be okay just because it's only got like three bosses. So hopefully yeah. it'll be a fast dungeon. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Should we move on to the challenge now? Yes. So good. Yeah. You, you've you got a lot more practice with this. You've tested a lot more classes than I have. So what's your thoughts on the talent tree system? I, I think it's amazing. I think it was like probably the biggest change in the expansion to me. And I think it makes classes that I've never played before seem more enticing to play. Um, I, I think... Some classes got shafted in the class tree, but the specs trees are pretty pretty good for the most part. Like, um, druid class tree is awful, and yeah. I, I think it, I think because it's four specs, they're trying to cover in the same amount of nodes as every other class. Yep. So I think that's the issue with uh, druids. Um, I don't know much about paladins either. But I know that Shadow Priest class tree was like was all right, but you had a lot of leftover talents to spend into like the Holy Tree, which is kind of interesting, I guess. Um, but the, like the, the actual spec trees from like everything I've tested, it's just it's it's awesome, you know. You get you're getting legendary abilities, you're getting covenant abilities and almost every spec you get these like returning abilities from like mop and wad and legion and new ones that make the specs feel smoother more fun um i think they did a, an amazing job um i don't have any complaints other than about the druid class theory. <laughs> the druid class is really bad um, it's a mess. It's yeah, a mess. it's 
I think the only concern that's that's again kind of going back to the launch date and everything. That's one of the concerns I have because they they already been like, well, we're done with the talent trees. We think they're good. We just need to tune the abilities. I'm like, I think the druids would disagree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I do I, I do feel that the newest change and the last change I think they're making for talents is Boomkins. Is that Boomkins are in a fantastic spot for Mythic Plus and raiding? They I really do. They're gonna be good for Mythic Plus. Oh, they're gonna do really well. Yeah. Nice. I, I know you said their single target was really good. I didn't know about their AOE. Yeah. So three targets. Three targets is pulling about seventy-five k. Nice. Uh, single target is pulling about forty, close fifty k. Um. So it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's something um, I need to do is, is test out some of the other classes. Not necessarily to play them, but just kind of know what's, what's... Yeah, know what's, what's going to be decent, what might not be decent. Well, that's kind of why I started playing so many classes over a couple of years. is because I can PvP. The more you know about the other classes, the better you do. Right. So I, I used to not play as many classes. I used to just stick with my rogue and my mage. But as time went on, I started doing more PvP and more and more and more. I decided to play other classes to have fun, but then at the same time was learning and getting better at PvP. Yep. Yeah, so I I think I think they did a really good job with the talents. Yeah. No, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I, I like the changes. Um I especially like the Demon Hunter changes. I do wish that Demonic had just stayed the way it was with the bug. But uh, <laughs> you know, I also for the love of God, Blizzard, please give Vengeance Blur back. Please, just, yeah, just, just nerf it a little bit, but give us that get, extra defensive. Get rid of the dodge and just have the 20% damage reduction. Yep, and you can even knock it down to 8 seconds instead of 10, because that's what all the other... You know, Bark Scan is, is 8 second, 20% 20 dam 20 damage reduction. Uh, Argent Defender for Paladins is 8 seconds, 20 second, or 20% damage reduction. Just give us that. That's all I'm wanting. I just want something, because there's there's just there's too many gaps. Um, we'll, we'll see, though. I think... There's potentially going to be a little bit easier uh, for Demon Hunters with the, with the gap issue that we've always had uh, with some of the talents that we've got. I think the the Demon Spike should have a bit more uptime with some of the ways I've got. I haven't tested out in a dungeon yet, so we'll see. That's kind of what we're going to do this weekend, I think. Um, yeah. But I, I think it'll be all right. Um, but no, I, I love the setup. I love the way it looks. Um, I think there's still some weird, weird positioning on some talents. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, it's not terrible on a lot of trees, but like, I know even on the demon hunter tree, like it looks pretty good for like 95% of the talent options, but then you have the weird, like the right side of the tree is clearly all AOE. And then here's yeah. one talent that is a super strong single target talent. But if you're going for a single target build, you can't spend talents to go get it. And then on the on you know, on the on the, on the other side, it's a clearly a single target build. But here's a really strong AOE ability. But you can't spend if you're if you're trying to build for Mythic Plus, you can't spend the talent points to go and get it. Um, yeah. It, so I think, I think there's some weird positioning there where, like, you have a, a random AOE talent or a random single target talent on spots where it's clearly not. That's not, not what that build is meant for. Yeah, so for example, the rogue tree for subtlety, the damage tree, increasing shadow dance and all that kind of stuff is down the middle. 
So you have like leftover points on left and right. Not very much, but I mean, adds up. Uh, but yeah. on other side, you have like, I don't know, like five, six grades on each side. Yeah. Um, but if I was to AOE, I'd be going from all middle to middle and right. Right. Leaving like single target on the left. No, I lost your target in the middle still, but I mean, you'd be dropping so much to get the, the AOE that you're going to miss out on some single target anyways. But I think I actually like that setup more. Because if you can just do AOE and single target, like, no big deal. They're overpowered. Simple as that. Right. Yeah. Um, I got to, to test my DK a little bit. and I didn't really look too much into it wholly, other than PvP, but PvE for Frost. The left side of the tree is strictly single target, not a single AOE ability on that left side of the tree. And then on the right, you have so much um, AOE talents. It's just like, that's interesting. If you do tyrannical, maybe you go into more single target than fortified, you go into AOE. Or if you're like raiding, you need single target, you know, and you're just able to change it. And it's very obvious which what you're doing, left or right. Right, I, I think that's. I think personally, I think it's good. I don't think you should have single single target and AOE. Yeah. Now, I I think what they I think what they tried to do is I think they failed on a few classes, but I think what they tried to yeah. do was the middle of the tree is kind of like regardless of whether you're going for AOE or single talent, like the middle of the tree. Here's your abilities. You're gonna almost always want to take those. I think some trees they failed a little bit on it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, and then one side, and, and I think this is where they didn't quite go for this as much, but I think what they should have done is, like, middle of the tree, like, for say, take for example, I feel like they did a decent job with it, with Demon Hunter, Havoc, Havoc Demon Hunter. I-Beam is the middle of the tree. Buff your I-Beam, that's kind of your focus of the middle of the tree. You want I-Beam yeah. whether you're doing single target or AoE. Now, if you go to the right side of the tree, it's more AoE focused rather than single target. Which is great because then you've got your AOE on your right side, and then on the left side you've got your single target. Again, yeah. you have like the random talents that are kind of out of place there. But I think overall, that's kind of the, what they were looking for: is one side's more focused on AOE, one side's more focused on single target, and the middle is kind of focused on your core ability. Uh, yeah, I think there's uh, the downside of the talent tree system is that for players that haven't really played before mop and they're only used to the the normal talent trees that we've had i think it can be a little bit intimidating for them um yeah. when we first start i, th I think because i even i know on classes like jumping onto other classes like i was gonna level up a monk the other day and i jumped onto the monk and i'm looking at talent tree and i'm going i don't have any idea what to pick here <laughs> like i just i just i don't know the class that well I, I, so I think yeah. a lot of people can potentially have a little bit of intimidation factor at the start, um, but you know we'll have there'll be tons of guides that'll be coming out. Yeah. You know they'll they'll have you know Blizzard doesn't want a cookie cutter build, but it's always going to happen. But uh, you know, yeah, there will be. Yeah, there's always going to be cookie cutter builds. Wowhead will have their their guides. You know the top level guys will have what they do. Murloc IO is a great site for Mythic Plus stuff to take a look at. Um, so, I mean, there will be resources for people who are a little intimidated to go and look at. You know, you can count on the 
good old WoW community and game to probably bash you and insult you when you don't know what your rotation is. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, maybe maybe this will be the expansion where people are finally nice and instead of saying get good, will actually help you learn how to play. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Highly, highly unlikely. Um, all right. Thoughts on Evoker? Yes. Uh, so I... I've leveled one to seventy. Um, starting off, oh my goodness, it was frustrating. Very weak. You have more patience uh, no than mobility. me. There are no mobility until you get hover. Obviously, not until you get two charge hover. One hover is not even enough. No, it's not. But it's it's slow. It's weak. It's boring. Um, but in leveling was rough for the first, like, four levels because you have the worst gear possible. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to, like, 68, 69, you start getting gears, like, around 380 or whatever, 390. And, um, you start doing damage and you get the hover charges. It does get more fun, um, if you have patience still. Uh, it's yeah. not for me. I leveled it, and uh, it's not for me. I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Um, I yeah. will say, like, even the just the, the Drakthir design, the way they look, it looks awesome. I, I really, really like the look of it. I like yeah. the thought of how it's supposed to play. I just don't like the actual play style when I actually get out of playing it. Um, like you said, the starting area... <laughs> Like I said, you had more patience than me because I, I got to level 61 and I think I just finished the starting zone or I'm like about to finish it and that's all I could do for right now. I'm going to get back on there at some point and finish leveling it and, and you know test it all the way out just to see. But I don't I don't see myself maining an evoker anytime soon. Um, yeah, I, I thought I was going to main an evoker. I was like, yeah, new caster, that's going to be fun. I like playing new stuff. Right, and then I explained it. I was like, "Yeah, no, not for me." Yeah, and I think a large part of the issue is right now. You know, the starting zone is slow because you don't have any gear. I mean, you literally start yeah. off with like brand new One level sixty. Something. Yeah, like it's 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 the gear that you get when you've just hit level sixty right now. Um, like you're 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 very weak on gear. Uh, yeah. so I feel like they should have gotten like two twenty gear to start with like that would have been better um they just they yeah like you said they feel really weak uh you know part of it's because i'm used to playing demon hunter and demon hunter is very strong burst and evoker does not feel like they have much burst right now again yeah. i don't know how it plays at the higher levels you know i'll, I'll finish level mine a, at some point but there's a lot more uh um choices and spells you can cast as evoker because you have the three schools um, yeah, but I mean, so their AOE just kind of now. I will say, to the red tree, and if you want single target, expecting to the blue tree, right? I will say, I do like uh, so far the things I liked about it. I like the empower breath thing. Um, I think the problem is for me, unless you have a tank, it's hard to get to be useful. It's so like for leveling. It's very. It was, I, I've I had a hard time getting the uh, the little empowered breath thing to to do well because everything's up in your face and the cone is so small. There's like yeah. five targets there and you're hitting like two of them. I think you know in a dungeon setting or a raid setting 
where you have a tank that's holding threat and everything is farther away and you can get them in the larger section of the cone, not a, not a big issue. Um, yeah. But I, I did enjoy the empower, empowered ability. I like how it felt. Um, I also liked, I don't Deep know breath. what it's called. Uh, is that the one where you like have the little rectangular line? It's like a two-minute cooldown or a minute-and-a-half cooldown. It has like the rectangular line, and then you go through it, like attacking everything underneath it. Yeah, that's deep breath. Yeah, yeah, that ability. I like that. That was a lot that's of fun. Cool. I, yeah. I do like yeah. that one. I think I think that's kind of a cool thing about Evoker is they've got a lot of new effects. Uh, it feels like it's a testing class for them. Like they're trying to test out new ways of doing things. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be very different than what I think people are used to. I think some people be put off by it, um, especially the 25 yard range. I know a lot of people are not happy about that. Um, I personally, I don't know. It felt a little weird. I don't, I'm not used to playing a range class. So I don't know how much of that weirdness was. I play melee, not range. Um, no, I also, I, think... I, I don't know. I think blizzard may look at it and may actually extend it. I've, I've heard some some stuff. They, they have. Yeah, I've heard them talking about it. So we'll see. Uh, I don't think anything's I, set in stone yet. But I I heard that they're only going to increase range of living flame from twenty five to thirty yards. That was it. And that's like the the one that could be healed or damaged, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because that's probably going to be your main filler for healing, and that's. I think that's really the issue. I don't think as a DPS, the range you matters so sometimes. much. It's, uh, well, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, don't I, think I, don't, it, I don't think I don't, the range matters too much as a DPS. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think it's too big of a deal for Mythic Plus, but in raining, it can get annoying if you got to, like, dodge mechanics, but you're so close, and you're, like, time to do melee mechanics. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think it's one of the things you'll see in raiding, because I know a lot of times in, in raid groups, you're going to have your melee group and your range group, I think... I think I, I would expect to see them kind of more get put into a melee range group rather than, than the caster range group because a lot of the casters, they're going to be the full 35 to 40 yards away because that's where they want to be positioned to make mechanics easier. Obviously, yeah. a Drax and Evoker can't do that, so they're going to have to be up close. Um, so I think that's kind of part of it. Um, but no, I, th I think I think certain people people are gonna, there's going to be people that are going to absolutely love them and love the way they play. Yep. Oh, um, oh for sure. Because yep. they're very unique. They're very different. There's nothing else like them in the game, and I do think that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, like like you said, it's not for me. It's just not. I'm a melee player anyway. I I prefer melee over ranged. Um, so yeah, it's just that's just a me thing. Um, I don't like I don't like casting. <laughs> I, I want instant instant abilities that's 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 my favorite thing um uh so in a future week i don't think we're gonna do it tonight uh, but probably the next podcast we're gonna we'll start doing um kind of going into the different dungeons for uh shadowlands for this season just kind of giving a little tips and stuff on it um i don't think we're gonna do one tonight because we're getting a little bit long on time here but i think we'll probably do that Just next, next time yep, yep. um again um, we'll also probably go over some dragonflight dungeons we're gonna i know i plan on doing a lot of dragonflight dungeon testing over these next couple of weeks 
Yeah. Um, which, on, on, on that note of a couple of weeks, uh, we will probably be doing these podcasts every other week for right now. We might go to once to, to every week. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll kind of have to talk about it, discuss it, and we'll see. Um, I just don't want to get too burnt out too quickly or anything, you know. So right now, I think, the, uh, at least for right now, we'll probably do want we'll do a podcast every other week and then kind of go forward with that. We'll see how it's going, how we feel. We might bump that up. Yeah. Um, one of the things I want to do also is kind of cover an add-on um, every time, every podcast. Uh, so, like, for example, today, I want to kind of go over details a little bit because, you know, not everyone knows about a lot of the add-ons. Not everyone uses them. So, details, Bioshock, what is details? What does details do? Basically, as a channel of all, uh, logs of all your DPS, healing, damage taken, deaths, interrupts, you know, like, almost everything you can think of. Right. So, it just keeps track of it so you can see how well you're doing in single target mythic plus rating that like pvp all every part of the game yep. you can just kind of test and see oh this spec does more damage than this spec or this spec does more healing than this spec you know and you can just it's just there as a tool so like you can just it's just, it's just there it's just super nice it's probably my favorite add-on yep so i'm actually pulling it up for any anybody that's watching us on youtube whenever we uh, post this. Gonna pull this up real quick for you all. Um, we get. Why can't I see him on here? There we go. Um, all right. So yes, we've got. <laughs> You're blocked by the overlay. We'll fix that later. Um, oh, so as you can see on here, so details here. Uh, it, your default starts up in the middle, but you can customize it, position it where you want. I like to run uh, usually three windows. I only have two on beta. Um, usually I have one window over here that sh I have just showing them all my healing done. And then one of these windows I like to show the damage done to so the DPS for just the current pool. And then the third window that I usually have is the damage done for the entire overall dungeon run typically. Um, but no, it's, it's a lot of fun. They've got a lot of nice little things on here. You've got your damage, your heal, your resources, your miscellaneous things, which is where you've got like interrupts, deaths, uh, buff uptime, dispels. All sorts of stuff like that. CC breaks is a good one because if somebody keeps breaking a CC that you're supposed to not break, you can look it up and see who did it. Um, yeah. But the most common ones that people use are your DPS, which shows you how much damage per second you're doing. Um, and if you click on anybody in the list, it'll give you a full breakdown, which is what you see here in the middle of the screen. Full breakdown of all the damage that you've done from each ability, which ability was your hardest hitting ability. Um, it's really great just to kind of see, especially if you have another player that's using the same class as you in spec, you can kind of compare your run to theirs with this little compare button over here. You can actually see a lineup side by side of what the differences were between both of you. So let's say you go into somebody who's got same item level as you, but they did double the damage as you. You can see, okay, what am I doing wrong? Or if, say, you're helping somebody, you can look at it and go, okay, what are they doing differently? We can see, so you can work on it and help them out. Um, it's really nice. A lot of information. Really good for testing when you're trying to determine, hey, you know, is, is this build good? You test things out. You can see, well, this ability did 3% of my damage, but this ability that I could have chosen instead did 8% of my damage. So let's go with that one instead. You know, it's, it's a lot of good testing on there. Um, 
But yeah, there's the other common one that you'll see is, you know, obviously people have the healing done. A lot of people look at that one so you can, the healers can see what they're doing. Um, it's use, very useful for raids because you can see which healers are contributing the most, kind of see how they're healing. Uh, the other one that I'm going to mention is damage taken. Just from a tank perspective, uh, it's really cool to look at damage taken and see, um, you know, d things that were possibly, uh, you know, you could have done better at, you know, how much mitigation you had. That's another thing to see is your uh, buff uptime is really, really cool. If you click up here on auras, it'll tell you, like, all your different buffs and amount of percentage of time you had cooldown uptime on. A lot of good information on there. Uh, so definitely highly, highly recommend downloading details. Um, you got yeah. anything else to add on details, Bio? Nope. All right. So, moving along. Um, Weak and wow. Yes. So, Alex, go ahead and... Uh -huh. Excuse me, Bioshock. <laughs> He's your government That's name. Okay. Um, That's okay. Go ahead and tell us... I know, I know you've had a bit of exciting... Uh, not even week, exciting last hour or two. <laughs> um, so tell us about your week in WoW, which real quick, uh, I have to, I have to throw this out there because I used to listen to a podcast called Pwncast, uh, absolutely wonderful po podcast. They haven't done much since Shadowlands started, I think. Um, but, uh, I have to credit Pwncast with the weekend. Wow. They did it. And I know bell who, uh, I was in their guild for a little while, she uh, always got annoyed when other podcasts would, after they started doing it, other podcasts started doing Weekend Wow and would never credit them for it. So, the credit Pwncast for Weekend Wow. Uh, love that podcast. One of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is because I, that podcast and Convert to Raid, I used to listen to both of those. Neither one's thrown out episodes in about two years now. And I miss podcasts, so I figured, why not? Let's do one. Uh, yeah. But go ahead, tell us about your week in WoW. My week in WoW starts back about a year and a half ago. <laughs> I <laughs> I have been farming Thunderfury for about for just over a year, maybe a year and a couple months on five tunes. Each of those five tunes had one binding. And it took a year and a little bit to finally get that second binding, which I got today, about half an hour before he recorded this. <laughs> so my week in WoW is getting Thunder Fury, baby. <laughs> yep, I know for like the last few months, it's just been every every time, every reset, I'm going to get Thunder Fury today. And then just followed by disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so congratulations on your uh, Thunder Fury acquisition after a good yeah. I, I know how it feels. I've got a lot of different you know mounts and stuff. It took me years to get, so I, I know that feeling. Um, what else did you do in your week of WoW? Um, did a lot of PvP testing on the beta. Mm -hmm. um, from classes, most recently this week has been Rogue, Boomkin, um, Warrior, and Demon Hunter. And Demon Hunter is broken. It's oh, they're really perfect. Right they're perfect. Demon Hunter is perfect. Blizzard, they're, if you're watching really it, Demon Hunter is not broken. They are perfect. Leave them just as they are, except maybe revert the bug fix. Just 
give us that bug back. It's okay. We'll we'll deal with it. It's it is a chore to have a hundred percent uptime on metamorphosis, uh, but we will carry that burden. That is what we were made for. <laughs> yeah. So demon hunters are strong. I uh, played a little boomkin. It was really strong in the in PVE and PVP is a little bit harder. I'm not nice. really good at it. And rogue. Subtlety has been a blast to play. Um, very strong. I see now that spells are working correctly and talents working correctly. I think they're very strong. Um, and, and warrior, warrior. I only tested arms and in PvP. It was pretty strong, fun, strong, but definitely if I had to rate top three classes right now that I've played is demon hunter. Um. Rogue, and then probably Death Knight. Nice. Yep, so that's my week. Awesome. Um, my week in WoW uh, pretty much has consisted of uh, leveling. Leveling Demon Hunters. I spent the last couple of weeks uh, filling out a giant spreadsheet to get all sorts of testing done with the... Uh, leveling systems and tracking how much XP every quest get, what side quests there are, where they're at, basically trying to plot out my future speedrun courses, uh, all culminating in a speedrun uh, Friday night, which was a decent run. I'll be doing another one tomorrow night probably, uh, just to test it out with the uh, bug fixes. I, right. expect, I expect it'll probably be a little bit slower, um, well, we factor in the, the game crashes. Yes, yeah, so that that was that's, those are there are two factors that I'm I'm really going to be testing out. One, I don't even know, I haven't tested beta enough since the build yesterday to know if the game crashes have been fixed. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm hoping they are. But yeah, we had like about twenty to twenty five to thirty game crashes during that speed run, which costs a lot of time. Um, there's a couple sets of well, one set of quests I think I'm gonna skip. Um, the, uh, oh, what's called the, the little boss one where you're just fighting five or six bosses over. It used to be Crucible of Carnage is what they used to right. be. Um, I can't, it's field, Fields of Ferocity. That's what it's called. Probably going to skip that quest line because the last one was bugged last time anyway. So I wasted a few minutes on it. I felt like it was just a little too slow to be worth doing. I think, I think on a launch, on launch night when you and I are leveling, We'll probably do it then because it's fast with the two of us. Uh, yeah. It was just it was just too slow. I felt like on, for a speed run, um, too slow to kill him. The RP was too slow, so I think we're gonna I'm gonna skip that and see how it goes. But, you yeah. know, I finished it in five hours and forty five minutes. Uh, so that combined with the fix to the metamorphous demonic bug, uh, basically what was happening was demonic. It's supposed to give you six seconds of metamorphosis, which for those who don't play Demon Hunters, metamorphosis is our strongest offensive cooldown. It's ridiculously strong. It empowers totally your good. Chaos Strike and your Blade Dance. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, when you I-beam, you're supposed to get six seconds of it if you've picked the Demonic Talent. It was giving a full 30 seconds, which is actually more than the actual cooldown. The cooldown's only 25 seconds now. Um, so basically what it was leading to is if you're in combat for three minutes you're gonna have metamorphosis up for the entire three minutes like it was you just had a hundred percent uptime on it um i think i think 
it won't have too big of an impact on the speed run because most most pulls that I do, I beam is typically what I use to kill the majority of the mobs anyway. Like that, the first I beam would kill 90% of it. So I don't think it's going to slow me down too much not having metamorphosis the entire time. Uh, but we'll see. It could potentially be a slowdown. Um, but that'll be tomorrow night. So um, if you look at the top of the screens here, we've got uh, our um, my Twitch, my YouTube channel, and my Twitter. And on the top right of the screen, camera's to my left. <laughs> Weird there. On the top left of the screen, we've got uh, Bioshock's Twitch and his YouTube channel. Uh, my so YouTube is dead at the moment, but <laughs> I'm planning on making PvP videos for beta, and I'll probably start that this next week. Nice, nice. Yep, uh, yeah, uh, both of us stream yeah, decently frequently. Um, so yeah. catch us on our Twitch channels if you want to anytime. Uh, Feel free to leave suggestions or questions you want answered, and we'll do our best to get around to it. Yep, absolutely. Um, this podcast... I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get it all on there. But I'm gonna try to have it on. Hopefully, we'll have it on iTunes, Spotify, the the typical things. Um, it'll definitely, this video will definitely be up on YouTube tomorrow. Uh, I'll have it all posted tomorrow, so Friday. Uh, that's typically what we're gonna be looking for for our uh, podcast. Is we'll record Thursday night, have everything uploaded Friday, so y'all can enjoy listening to it, watching it, whatever on Friday. Um. But, yep, uh, you got anything to add, Bio? Nope, I'm good. All right. Um, so, anyway, this is the very first episode of Control-Alt-Deplete. Hopefully the first of many. Um, feel free to, on YouTube, you know, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh, same on our Twitch channels. Uh, my Twitter, you always jump on my Twitter, check out my Twitter page. Follow me. Say hi, whatever. Um, you know, on whatever platforms we get the podcast up on feel free to like those subscribe those give feedback whatever love to read comments see what you guys have to say ideas things you want to see whatever let us know and we will do what we can um also let us know what you think of the overlay i made this last night uh-huh. um, i mean i didn't like make all the graphic design on it. i just kind of went on to uh uh, stream elements, I think it was, and found this one, and then kind of moved stuff around, spaced it out a little bit. But I like it a lot. Um, as a demon hunter, I love purple, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you all for watching, and uh, appreciate y'all. And hopefully, we get some traction and get some give to get to uh, give you guys some good content. So. That is it. That is the end of the first episode of Control-Alt-Deplete. Thank you. See you next time.